Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, let's go. I'm Mike Diggs, and this is me reading Wikipedia. What? All of it? There are quite a few places in the UK with the name Devil's Dyke. I think maybe our ancestors struggled for new names for valleys. But I thought I'd look at the one nearest to me, as I live in Hove, near Brighton, and we would look at the story of Devil's Dyke on Wikipedia. Devil's Dyke, Sussex. Devil's Dyke is a 100 metre deep, V-shaped valley on the South Downs Way in southern England near Brighton and Hove. It is part of a site of special scientific interest, Beeding Hill to New Timber Hill. Devil's Dyke was a major local tourist attraction in the late 19th and early 20th centuries. The dyke is formed in rocks of the chalk group, which originated as a marine sediment during the Cretaceous period. It is a misconception, common amongst local residents of Brighton, that the valley was formed by some kind of glacial action. The myth of a glacier being a misunderstanding of accounts such as the one from the Encyclopedia of Brighton by Timothy Carder. In reality, the 300-foot deep valley was carved by tremendous amounts of water running off the downs during the last ice age, when large amounts of snow thawed and the frozen chalk prevented any further absorption. Erosion was aided by the freeze-thaw cycle and the valley was deepened by the sludging of the saturated chalk. The Devil's Dyke V-shaped dry valley is the result of solification, which is something we'd have to look up and learn how to pronounce, and river erosion. More than 14,000 years ago, the area experienced an intensely cold climate, but not glacial conditions. Snowfields capped the South Downs. Permafrost conditions meant that the chalk was permanently frozen. In summer, the snowfields melted and saturated the top layer of soil, because the water could not permeate the frozen chalk underneath. Waterlogged material situated above the permafrost slid down the gradient, removing material by friction exposing deeper layers of frozen chalk. When the Ice Age ended, the snowfields covering the South Downs melted and rivers formed across Sussex. The Devil's Dyke Valley was completed by one such river. 
The hills surrounding the valley rise to 217 metres and offer views of the South Downs, the Weald and on a clear day, the Isle of Wight. It is the site of ramparts, all that remain of an Iron Age hill fort and a pub. I don't think uh, that it's the remains of a pub. I've been there recently and there's still a pub there. And if that's an Iron Age pub, then it serves particularly nice beer. It is a popular local beauty spot for the Brighton and Hove area, being an easy journey of just a few miles by car. I can testify to that. I once uh, got the bus up to Devil's Dyke, had a very pleasant uh, day walking around there and enjoying the pub, and then missed the bus uh, on the way back there every hour, I believe, from Brighton. And so I decided to walk down Devil's Dyke back to Hove, it's a rather pleasant journey downhill. I imagine slightly more difficult up. Ancient history. Before and after the Iron Age, Devil's Dyke was used as a defensive site. This was probably because of its commanding view of the surrounding terrain and also its steep edges surrounded by large expanses of flat land. In the Iron Age, Devil's Dyke was an important site. All the vegetation was scraped off the white chalk, leaving Devil's Dyke as an impressive monument to both attract and intimidate the populace. In late Victorian times, Devil's Dyke became a tourist attraction, complete with a fairground, two bandstands, an observatory and a camera obscura, all served by a branch line from Hove. Well, that's interesting. I didn't realise there was a railway from Hove to Devil's Dyke. During its heyday, Devil's Dyke was a huge attraction for the Victorians, with 30,000 people visiting on Whit Monday in 1893. From 1887 to 1938, a single-track railway branch line operated from near Aldrington to Hove to Devil's Dyke railway station, the current Dyke farm location to transport sightseers to the foot of the hill. From 1894 to 1901, a cable car operated across the valley, covering a distance of 350 metres suspended 70 metres above the valley floor. From 1897 to 1909, the three-foot narrow-gauge funicular steep-grade railway rose 100 metres from near Poynings to the northern edge of the hill fort. Traces remain of all three ventures, including the remains of concrete pylon supports for the cable car system. Devil's Dyke has also become a popular site for paragliding recently. Local folklore explains the dyke as the work of the devil, which is probably why they called it Devil's Dyke. The most popular form of the story begins with the conversion of the Kingdom of Sussex to Christianity. Sussex was the last of the Anglo-Saxon kingdoms to embrace this new faith, and its conversion infuriated the devil, as he thereby lost his last stronghold in England. He therefore resolved to exterminate its inhabitants by digging a trench through the South Downs, so that the sea would flood through and drown the people of the Sussex Weald. The hermit Cuthman of Staining found out about the devil's intentions. Cuthbert, I'm sorry, not Cuthbert, I read that wrong, because I want it to be Cuthbert of Staining, but it's actually Cuthman of Staining. Um, it's interesting that he was a hermit, but he had a name, so I imagine some people came across him. 
Anyway, Cuthman of Staining found out about the devil's intentions and came up with a plan to stop him. He proposed a wager. If the devil could complete the trench in a single night, he could have Cuthman's soul. But if he failed, then he would have to abandon the project and leave the people of Sussex alone for good. The devil accepted the wager and began work that night, working his way southward from Poynings towards the sea. You have to imagine with this story that the devil's only way of creating a V-shaped valley in the top of the downs was to get a spade and start digging from Poynings. The mounds of earth thrown up by his digging formed the nearby hills of the Chanctonbury Ring, Sisbury Ring, Mount Cayburn and Firl Beacon and the Isle of Wight in the English Channel. At first Cuthman bided his time but shortly after midnight he displayed a lit candle in his window while also startling a cock so that it would start crowing in alarm. The light and the sound of the cock crowing convinced the devil to believe that dawn was about to break, and thus he had lost his wager with Cuthman. He therefore ran away in disgrace, leaving behind the unfinished trench, henceforth known as Devil's Dyke. I mean, as myths go, putting a candle in your window and kicking a cock is, um, is a pretty easy way to defeat the devil, if only we'd known. At the bottom of the dyke are two humps known as the Devil's Graves, under which the devil and his wife are supposedly buried. Legend has it that if a person runs backwards seven times around these humps whilst holding their breath, the devil will appear. These are stories I genuinely didn't know, and they make me laugh, and um, that's uh, a fascinating insight into Devil's Dyke. Things I didn't know before I read this. I did know that there was a cable car. I didn't know that there was a funicular railway or a railway line that went all the way from Hove. I can imagine that's why it was so popular. Um, it would be lovely to see some of the Victorian pictures of Devil's Dyke with um, the fairground at the top and 30,000 people in 1893 visiting. Well, it's always amazing the stories about local things and I think I may look at a few more of those in other episodes of Mike Reed's Wikipedia. Thank you for joining me. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.